0: for Matt Cairns coming back for a third season with the Cincinnati Cyclones as we continue these offseason signings and a constant narrative throughout all of them is just so many guys coming back. Uh, We've seen vets coming back like a Justin Vi for an umpteenth season. Rookies getting ready for year two. Matt Cairns, Cairns, it's going to be year three in the Queen City. Um, Let's let's just start with how are you doing? How's this summer going? And uh, what are you doing, I guess, away from Heritage Bank Center?
1: Yeah, doing great, monster. It's uh, it's good to see your face again. And uh, the summer's it feels like it's going by way too fast. But um, there's obviously if it's going by too fast, and the season's going to start up pretty quickly. Uh, just the normal summer, you know, training, skating, and a little bit of work here and there. But uh, just gearing up for the season, and uh, I'm really excited for to be to be back. It's funny. I'll immediately
0: segue. So just because I was looking at some of your your stats and just thinking information, right, over the last two years, um, I know when I started in Cincinnati, it was your rookie year. So we've been together now for a couple of seasons. And man, you talk about time flying in the summer. I know I'm putting the cart before the horse here, but if healthy – By the end of this season, you're going to be closing in on 200 games. And Carino, I think of the guys that come in every year around February and March that are coming out of college, just trying to get a sniff in the pro game. Is it crazy to think of how fast time can go by that? I mean, in all likelihood, you might see it with a defenseman. And at some point in February or March, there's going to be a a D coming in playing his first ECHL game. And there you are uh, all of a sudden an elder Statesman of nearly 200 games. It just feels like
1: you snap your fingers and in the blink of an eye, it goes. Yeah, it's, it's gone by so fast. It's funny. You even mentioned 200 games and I was even injured for a little bit last year. I think even could have been more, but um, it's, it goes by so fast, especially with being in the same, the same place for a long time, being with the same guys and, um and ha- and having fun and and enjoying it uh, that's why it goes by so fast and um like like I I'm not I'm not really looking to stop that anytime soon so uh, let's get some more games under the belt well and, and obviously
0: like we said hoping that we'll have a healthy season you mentioned it last year um at one point had a lower body injury uh, nagged a little bit throughout the year um so you only ended up playing 45 regular season games with the clones but you were here for the playoff push and you still had a pretty full season Let me ask you this, Matt, year one to year two, how would you compare the two? Uh, What areas do you think you got better in? Anything you didn't like? What did you love? I think the first thing that that sticks out to me, and I I would imagine our fan base, is you got a call up that lasted a bit longer this past season with the Milwaukee Admirals. They gave you a good look.
1: Um, How do you look at year one versus year two? Yeah, it was definitely definitely a big change. I think uh, a lot more consistency in year one than there was in year two, and and not not necessarily consistency in the in a good or bad way. It just like w- was in Cincinnati for a longer time, um, kind of like a lot of the same same type of games and same type of weeks. And uh, last year there was a lot of a lot of ups and downs with obviously like with the injury we talked about and and getting a call up, which was great and and a good op- really good opportunity, which I was very happy with with Milwaukee. Um, it was just a, lo- a little bit of a roller coaster, I guess, year last year, which is different from the first year, but, but all in all, like we had great teams both years and we did make the playoffs both years. And, uh, this year was a little different winning the series, but, um, you know, hopefully this third year is going to be a mix of, of the two, a little bit of consistency with some highs and some lows. So,
0: well, when you talked about injury and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, cause it's been so long and, and specifically your lower body injury was pretty early in the year. If I remember correctly. And if memory serves me right that was like the first time you had an injury of any kind that kind of kept you out for a few weeks in your career and we're talking about a kid who's you know former NHL draft pick you played uh, you know division 1 college you played major junior um you know what what uh, am I right about that I mean how different was
1: that this year compared to really your whole life playing hockey yeah it was, it was crazy it was actually uh, I I remember even saying to my dad saying that I don't I don't I don't remember the last time that I've missed a game due to injury Um, And that happened this year quite a bit. I I had that ankle injury early in the year and then kind of re-aggravated it um, in the second half of the year around Christmas time. And um, it it definitely wasn't great. It it wasn't a great feeling. I've never really um, had to never been out for that long in, in, in that sense. But I, I, during that whole experience, I kind of just like took on the experiences that I learned from all of my friends and peers who had been hurt in the past and kind of how they dealt with it either poorly or, or good and try and take the best of how they dealt with it and use that to to my advantage. And I, th- I think it was good. I think I dealt with it really well and just did everything that I possibly could to get back in, into uh, into the game. And that that's all I could do. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, one of the things you did was step away from uh, from the on ice and went into the broadcast booth. And we talked about that during the season, man, you crushed it. So obviously you were picking
1: up some some new talents uh, during your time on the injured
0: reserve. Yeah,
1: it was great. That was real fun doing that broadcasting. I st- we, it was the circumstances weren't great because I wasn't playing the game, but I was happy to do that. And I, I had a blast doing it with the Mosser. Yeah, it was it was a fun time,
0: Kerno, and uh, I think one of the things that we really valued is just I mean your sharpness, your mind to analyze the game at a young age, especially when we're talking about the pro game. And I'll kind of bring that into you signing here for a third year. Look, you got a contract offered to you by our head coach and, and director of hockey ops, Jason Payne. Clearly shows he likes you. He sees something in you that he wants to keep seeing in Cincinnati. But it's mutual, right? You're the one putting pen to paper and deciding to sign that contract. So uh, I know you've already cited one of the things and reasons why it's gone by so quick is because you keep seeing Louis Caparuso, Justin Five, other returnees. But uh, aside from that, Matt, what what is it for you that makes sense to keep signing with the Cyclones and developing here?
1: Yeah, the mutual interest interest is definitely there. Um, it, it's definitely that familiarity and, and being able to plan the same team for for two or three years. I think that that's something that a lot of guys um kind of overlook or they don't really see how how important that is. And um, obviously being with Painter for a while, he 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 likes my game a lot, and I I feel like my game fits really well into his system and what what we we the way that we want to play and he gives me a lot of that trust to do, to do what I want to do and play how, how I want to play. And he also, he also knows, I think what, what I need to do to get to that next level. And we work on that together. And um, that's the ultimate goal also with, with winning, but the ultimate individual goal that I would have. So he, he, he knows knows, uh, he knows what, what I want in that sense.
0: Hey, you mentioned consistency earlier, and I'll take one of the last words you just said, which is winning. That was something we saw a lot this past year. You talked about, Consistencies earlier in mentioning that, that it doesn't necessarily mean good consistencies or bad consistencies, inconsistencies, whatever you will with that word, um, but something that was uh, steady for the 22-23 Cyclones was winning. And whether you were on the ice in Milwaukee, I, I still remember. You know when when the team was out in Utah, we were wrapping up that what what ended up being a 21 game point streak unfortunately you were not there with us but one thing that was so cool was you and any other guy that got called up to the AHL this past year was still following along I mean they were in our team chat you were one of the guys that was saying all right boys let's let's freaking go I'll I'll PG that you know Uh, let's go and and you were one of the guys that you know when you were not on the ice you were being the biggest fan of the Cyclones. I mean, that was different, right? You talk about roller coasters, man, and and we both lived through it in year one here. It it felt like it was up, down, and it never really stopped. One day, you're finishing a four-game win streak, and a week later, you're on a four-game losing skid. That did not happen last season. You're obviously hoping for more of that going into year three, but tell me what it was like to just be in a locker room that had to feel infectious when it came to just joy and and happiness every night when you're coming back and it feels like you're always celebrating two points
1: yeah it was a great locker we had a great locker room in there and I think a lot of that came from a lot of guys being there in the first year and then even coming back in that second year and then bringing in obviously a lot of new additions that that brought that but myself i i mean, I'm always just an enthusiastic guy, like I'm always keeping up with uh with my friends and my teammates with everything, so like you said, when I was up i'm you know I'm always always want these guys to win and um no matter where I am, obviously because they're they're my close friends and my good friends, and i most of my battles and everything are are with them um but it, it's just it just helps when you have the culture that we did around the room that comes back from year to year to year and uh it's it's easy to to have that
0: when you look at last year we talked about winning a playoff series winning a regular season division title. Uh, look, obviously nobody was happy with the way things went in round two, but there was progress from your first year to the second year. There was pro I mean, Heck, I was talking about the two of us. Think about how many players came to the Cyclones right after the pandemic. A lot of guys are going into their third year, including the head coach that we just referenced uh, referenced uh, in Painter. So um, I, I still think there's positives to take away from that, right? You didn't hit the ultimate goal. Um, and, and it's interesting, and I'm going to ask you uh, uh, a question in regards to affiliates in a moment here, because you are one of those young players where there's kind of a 1A one B, there it's really hard to declassify which one is prioritized between obviously winning with the team you're at, but also trying to get the looks to develop at the next level at the highest level you possibly can. Um, but nonetheless, at least here, your ECHL run, the Cyclones over the last two years, there was a step forward, and I believe there's a foundation to be built off of that you can come into this October and say, "Hey, why, why not go further?"
1: Yeah, for sure. We took that step last year and winning that playoff series, and that was a crazy playoff series. Uh, it was a, it was a big grind and something that we're gonna learn from for sure. Um, and even going into the series and go the way that we wanted it to, uh, but it's just that playoff experience that and anybody will tell you that you gain from uh, years over years of playing. And and then we had some young guys who hadn't been in the playoffs last year, who are now in the playoffs this year. And then it's just keeps compounding and compounding to guys who've played so many playoff games. And um, I think like my philosophy has always been with, with the other side of that is that winning and winning and development go hand in hand. Uh, the more you're going to win, the more the teams are going to watch those teams that win and, and they're going to have the better players. So they're going to be able to advance to the next level and, if you're if you're one of those last four teams playing in the ECHL at the end of the year, the, the chances are that those those teams in the American League are going to be watching those games and they're going to want on the best players from those teams. So they go hand in hand.
0: Yeah, and it was unbelievable last year. And I agree with you. And I think Coach Bain has that philosophy, and that's why it's been a perfect match so far going into year three. Karen Z, you referenced that first round series against the Fort Wayne Comets. We talked about it, how you would come back from the AHL to experience Kelly Cup playoff action again. Take me through the emotions. One year to the day that the Cyclone season ended in game seven in Toledo in that first round back in 2022. You were on the ice for that. You know what that feeling was like to to have the handshake line. And when it ended, your season ended what was it like to be on the other side of a game seven um, Man, what a crazy last minute plus that one was, but to, to win that game, what, what was the difference in feeling?
1: Yeah, that one was amazing to win that. I, I think that the Toledo series the year before was a little different because we weren't maybe expected to win and Toledo was a top seed and we ended up being on the other side of that series for a long time and then ended, ending up not having the result we wanted. Um, and then we just came into the the the, fin- the the next year against Fort Wayne and we ended up finding ourselves up up in the series and maybe we didn't we didn't necessarily play our best hockey but that's not what really both playoffs are. It, it's about doing whatever you possibly can to win finding there's no there's no showing gu- like Viver would always say there's there's no showing guys up in the playoffs it's just about who's going to win the game who wins the game at the end of the day and uh, we we kind of struggled a bit for a couple games like five and six there and just really came together as a group, and and um, honestly, probably had our best game in Game Seven. Warm, Warmy had an unbelievable, gave us the best chance we could possibly ask for to win, and we we kind of just did the rest.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course, a minute twelve left. We thought it was one-one, and for the Cyclones' uh, fortunes, it was uh, it was not. It was no goal. So. Uh, by the way you ever read like it's just a random side question but do you ever read some of the comments online you guys end up going kind of down the rabbit hole I will Uh, guilty of if I'm not looking at the Cyclones that night I was definitely looking up Fort Wayne comments on Twitter that was uh, that was a
1: crazy night on social media actually uh, I I work out and train almost every day with uh, Matt Alvaro number 20 on on Fort Wayne and yeah, he definitely has a few few words to say about that series, and I'm, a lot of them are like that, that thread about what they're talking about. So, yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what well, I was going to say, and you were with Ty Feliber up in Milwaukee, so uh, I'm sure a couple of interesting conversations. But, hey, Cyclones are never going to complain about that one. It's down in the history books as a Game 7 win. Uh, Matt, before we let you get going, I want you to enjoy the rest of your summer, but let me ask one more thing. It goes back to our question With you, a 25-year-old who is still looking to blossom at the next level, and you mentioned how winning can go hand-in-hand with that. You've received two AHL call-ups to two different AHL teams in your first couple of seasons. The Cyclones now have a new affiliate, the New York Rangers. Uh, Of course, their AHL team, now our AHL affiliate, is the Hartford Wolfpack. Any opinion you have on that? Uh, obviously, you're on an ECHL contract, but you're going to be a guy that's probably going to be looking at those logos, hoping you can impress at this level to to earn a shot at the next step, uh, at the next uh, the next level, the AHL, possibly this time with Hartford. Um, any thoughts on that announcement? Any thoughts on the Cyclones having a new affiliate for the first time since you've been with us?
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a crazy uh, the, the the process how that went through and everything, and um, it's going to be. It's going to be good to have a new a new eyes and a new affiliate on us and everything, and Rochester and Buffalo were great for Cincinnati for so many years, and um, they're going to be great for another, uh, another team now, but I think Hartford and, and New York are some very storied franchises that have been around for a long time, and they've helped their affiliates, and um, it's going to be some new eyes, some new eyes on all our players and new uh, personnel that can help us, and I think it's only going to be good for us. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on a lot of Cyclones if it's anything like last season.
0: And so far, it looks like it's going to be. Another returnee here for the 23-24 season, Matt Cairns signing back with the Cincinnati Cyclones. Uh, Cairns, like I said, we'll let you get going. Enjoy the rest of your summer, my man. Uh, Look forward to seeing you here in a couple of months. Thanks, Mosser. Look forward to seeing you too.